Hello, this is Angie Meadows. This is The Rocker Recovery. We're coming to you from Expression Studio in Huntington, West Virginia. We're glad to have you for this radio show. Also be aired on my podcast called Rocker Recovery. You can find the PDF on enablersjourney.com. Today, we're on our third week of our Seven Pillars of Wisdom study, and we will study the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of our house. We want our foundation built on the rock of Jesus Christ and not on shifting sand. So let's look at our first verse, Psalms 34, 7. Where does the angel of the Lord encamp? The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. So where does the angel of the Lord encamp? The angel of the Lord is near those who fear him. Now, the second question on this verse is, why is the angel of the Lord there? Did you hear that part? The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. So the angel is there to deliver us. Now, let's look at Psalms 34, 8. Who is the blessed? And blessed means happy. So who is the happy? The verse reads, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that takes refuge in him. So who is blessed? The man that takes refuge in the Lord. He is the one that is blessed. Now another way to say refuge is to say trust. So it is the man that trusts in the Lord. He is the one that is blessed. Now question number three. Psalms 34, 9. God provides for whom? 34.9. Fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him lack nothing. So who does God provide for? Did you hear it? God provides for those who fear him. Now we're going to go to Proverbs 3.7. Should we think of ourselves as wise? And what should we do? Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. So the question is, should we think of ourselves as wise? And no, we should not. And what should we do? Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. So there are two things we need to do. We need to fear the Lord and shun evil. So what would that look like in your life? Number five, Proverbs 23, 17. If I recognize envy in my heart, what do I need to do to correct it? It says, do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. So I am to be zealous for the fear of the Lord. So then we naturally ask ourselves, what does zealous mean? And zealous means to fervently or actively do something. So we would fervently and actively seek God. Question number six, Proverbs twenty four twenty one: If we fear God, with whom are we not to associate? Now let's read the verse. Fear the Lord and the King, my son, and do not join with the rebellious. So who are we not to associate with? That's right. We're not to associate with the rebellious. 
So then I get out my trusty dictionary, my Merriam-Webster, and I look up rebellious. And it says to be in rebellious means to be mutinous, seditious, traitorous, treacherous, agitating, defiant, disobedient, insubordinate. There's a word, insubordinate. That means to our authority. We would be rebellious towards our authority. So each one of us has an authority under God. And we need to understand who that authority is. So as a wife, my authority is my husband. And as I come under his authority, then the children will come under my authority. If I am rebellious towards him, or manipulative, or if I ignore his instructions, I can expect that my children will do the same thing to me. And then the home will be out of order. So there's a lot of harmony in the home as the wife is under the husband's authority, and as he is under the authority of the church, and as we are all under the authority of Christ. We'll have another lesson someday about how to be under authority and exactly what that looks like. But for today, let's move to the next verse. Proverbs 29, 25. What is the opposite of the fear of the Lord? Fear man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. So what is the opposite of the fear of the Lord? Why, it is the fear of man. Here's another question for this verse. What will be the result of the fear of man in your life? Fear of man will prove to be a snare. Now, a snare is a trap. So if I fear man, then I can expect to be trapped. Sometimes I'm just trapped in my anxiety. And then when I only fear God, and I decide to do what pleases the Lord, then if man isn't pleased, I leave them in the Lord's hands. Now here's another question for this verse. What will the reward of the fear of the Lord be? Whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. So I can pray this to the Lord, and I can say, Lord, help me to fear you that I might be kept safe. Help me not to fear man, because the fear of the man is a snare, and show me anywhere that I might be entrapped by the fear of man. Now let's go to question number 8, Proverbs 3, 25. The question is, if horrible, destructive things happen, should we be afraid? The verse says, Have no fear of sudden disaster, or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked. So how do I not be afraid? Well, let's look at the secret in the next verse. It says, For the Lord will be your confidence, and he will keep your foot from being snared. So when disaster comes, if the Lord is my confidence, then I know my foot is not going to be ensnared, and I know that no matter what's happening to me, I can trust him with my whole heart, because I know he has a purpose and a plan for my life. Now we're going to go to some beautiful verses in Psalms 118. We'll start in verse 4. Those who fear the Lord say what? Verse 4 of chapter 118. Let those who fear the Lord say, His love endures forever. So what are we to say? We're to say, My God's love endures forever. Now that love will sustain us. Let's look in verse 5. Chapter 118. In my anguish I cried to the Lord, 
and he answered by setting me free. Says in the King's James, he answered by setting me in a large place. So the question is, what do we do when we are in anguish? In my anguish, I cried to the Lord. So whenever I'm in anguish, I am to cry unto the Lord. He is my deliverer. He's my strong tower. He is my buckler. He is my shield, my protector, and my deliverer. Now let's go to 118.6 of Psalms. The question is, when we truly trust God and know He is on our side, what will we never fear? That's verse 6 of Psalms 118. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? So when the Lord is with you, when the Lord's on your side, then what can man do to you? He can do nothing without the permission of the Lord. So anything that is happening to you, just know that the Lord has a higher plan. Here's a very small example of that. One time I was on the way to the hospital to see a friend that had a head injury, and she was in the intensive care unit, and I couldn't find the hospital. It was in a very large city, and they had some of the roads blocked for a race, for a foot race where some of the athletes were running, and I kept driving around and around, and I, I didn't find it. So an hour later, I was like, okay, Lord, you need to show me where this hospital is or I'm going home. So as I talked to him about this, I looked up and I saw U of L up in the sky. I saw the letters, this very tall building. And I said, now there it is. I just have to get over to it. So I drove around and that road was blocked. And then I drove some more and that road was blocked. So then I figured out the exact road I needed to be on and I drove around and I got in the wrong lane. And I couldn't get over to the left to get into the parking garage, so I had to drive all the way around again. So I finally got into the parking garage, and I walk across the road to get into the hospital, and I can't get in that door because they're doing construction. So I have to go into another door. And then I get ready and go into the hospital, and the elevator is closed. So I have to go down a long hallway and get into another elevator. So I get on the elevator, and I push the button, and just as the door was Shutting on the elevator, a man stuck his arm in the door. And the door opened back up, and he stepped on with his cup of coffee. And we started talking, and he said, Oh, you're going to the ICU also. Who do you have in the ICU? So I told him my friend had a head injury, and I was going to see her. And he was telling me that his son had tried to commit suicide, and that he was going to see his son. And he and I stood and talked and prayed and counseled him with the words of the Lord, and went in and prayed with his son for two hours, and God was with us, and God had a word of encouragement for that man. And if I had been one second earlier, or a few minutes later, I would have missed this opportunity. So when I got finished with that family, I went over to see my friend, and she was in a coma, and wouldn't have known that I was there anyway. So the Lord had a plan and a purpose for me. So as I cried out to him, I was lost. It was a very simple thing. But I cried out to him and said, Okay, Lord, you must have a different plan here because I can't find my way. And as I just kept trusting him and just kept moving forward, then I could look for this opportunity to comfort someone else. And the Lord presented that exact opportunity to me. So when you are lost or when you are confused or when you're in disaster 
look for the opportunity to comfort someone else. Because God might have you there for just such a time as this. Now let's go to the next question in Psalms 36, 1 through 3. Our question here, we're going to discern those individuals who do not fear God. So the question is, find five clues to help you recognize a man with no fear of God. Psalms 36, 1 through 3. An oracle is within my heart concerning the sinfulness of the wicked. There is no fear of God before his eyes, for in his own eyes he flatters himself too much to detect or hate his sin. The words of his mouth are wicked and deceitful. He has ceased to be wise and to do good. So if you have your Bibles open, pause this for a moment, if you are listening on the website, and see if you can find the behaviors of a man that has no fear of God. Did you find them? The wicked have no fear of man. And that says the wicked, number one, they flatter themselves. Flattery means that they talk well to themselves. They tell themselves that their sin is not sin and that they're doing just fine. Number two, they cannot detect or hate their own sin. Number three, the words of their mouth are wicked and deceitful. Deceitful means lying. Number four, he is not wise. Number five, he doesn't do good. Now let's review those. He flatters himself. He cannot detect his own sin or even hate his sin. His words are wicked and deceitful. He is not wise and he doesn't do good. Now let's look at another verse about how we can detect a man who does not fear God. The verse is Psalms 55 19. How can I know if a person doesn't fear God? God, who is enthroned forever, will hear them and afflict them, men who never change. Their ways have no fear of God. So how do I know if this man does not fear God? Because he does not change. So if I look at my life compared to 25 years ago when I came to the Lord, I am completely changed. I don't look anything like I did 25 years ago. My life is not only different, but I don't live for myself anymore. I live for others. Now we have one final question. This is number 14. If you're following along on your outline, Ecclesiastes 12.13. What is the whole duty of man? Find two things. Let's read it. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Did you see the two things? Fear God and keep his commandments. So we are commanded to have the fear of the Lord, to have a reverence and an awe for him. And we found out in lesson two in Proverbs 8.13 that the fear of the Lord meant to hate evil, pride, arrogance, and every evil way or bad behavior, and a froward mouth, which would be crooked or perverse speech. Now let me give you some review questions. Who does the angel of the Lord camp around? Number two, should we think of ourselves as wise? Number three, if I fear the Lord, will I hang out with rebellious or disobedient friends? And if there are children listening, that means friends that do not obey their parents. 
Now finish the sentence for this statement. Those that fear the Lord say, His mercy endures. Can you think of the next word? His mercy endures forever. (laughs) His mercy endures forever. I cheated a bit there for you. Okay, number five. What should I do if I am in distress? Number six. Should I be afraid of men? Now, we also don't want to be afraid of peer pressure. A lot of times we get in trouble because of peer pressure. The more you are wise and the more you know the word of the Lord, the more you have the fear of God, the less you will be affected by peer pressure. Number seven, what is my duty? That was our last verse that we read. Okay, now let me pray for you. Father God, give us the fear of the Lord, the ability to know you and to reject wickedness. Help us to detect our sin and repent quickly. Give us the confidence to stand strong against peer pressure to do evil. Let us zealously run after you. Loose our tongues to cry out to you when we need to. Set us free from the burdens of this world. Give us the ability to trust you in all circumstances. Make us wise enough to discern people with no fear of God. Help us to see what needs changed in our lives and to ask for your help to change it. Let us fear you, O God, and keep your commandments. Make your commandments plain and give us a heart to obey. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now let's look at the outline. Promises for those who fear the Lord. The angel of the Lord will camp around us. He will deliver us. He will provide for us. He will set us free, which is also said in the King's James, he will set us in a large place. Now, what are my instructions or responsibilities? I am to fear the Lord, to take refuge in the Lord, to trust Him. I am not to think of myself as wise. I am not to be afraid of disaster. I am to cry out to Him when I am in trouble. I am to let the Lord be my confidence. I am to obey His commandments, and I am to shun evil. And then there's a warning. The warning is that the fear of man is a snare. So ask the Lord, is there anyone I'm afraid of? And if so, purpose to trust the Lord and to be confident in the Lord with that person in your life so you will not be ensnared by their uh, emotional manipulation or by your anxiety. Now, how do I recognize a man that doesn't fear the Lord? He doesn't change. He flatters himself. Now, this could look like boasting. He cannot detect or hate his own sin. His words are wicked and deceitful. He is not wise, and he doesn't do good. Now, our memory verse is Psalms 34, 7. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Now, I want you to remember these two things. I will not fear what man can do to me, and his mercy endures forever. And this is The Rocky Recovery. This is Angie Meadows. I hope you enjoyed this lesson today. If you want to hear it again, you can listen to it on Rocky Recovery Podcast on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, and Pandora. And our website is enablersjourney.com. We'll see you later.